This is The Vibe Guide. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Caroline. This is a podcast around sharing inspiration, information, tips and tricks around spirituality, personal development, intuition, and much more. So join me and let's set the vibe. Hey guys, welcome back to The Vibe Guide big day today. I have a little mini microphone, so hopefully the sound is okay. Before, I literally just use my, um, my not AirPods, my earphones, because they have a little microphone, the old school ones that you plug into your phone. Yeah, that's what I've been using to record this podcast. Um, and the sound has been surprisingly okay. So hopefully this microphone situation is going to work out. They're so cute and so tiny. And I just feel (laughs) a little silly, but here we are. So this episode, I just wanted to give a little bit of an update. I don't have anything, you know, like too pressing that's going on, just kind of life and just sharing, you know, what's going on, what I'm dealing with. Um, I'll give a little bit of an update because I know you guys saw, if you follow me on Instagram, that um, me and my mom took a strip, a strip. Okay. We did not strip. We took a trip out to Stanton or Staunton, Staunton, Stanton. (laughs) Apparently it is Stanton, Virginia, but it is spelled Staunton, Virginia. No doubt about it. Uh, But anyways, me and my mom went for a little day trip, had a little girl's day and we had a blast. We just, um, it's kind of one of those little like hidden mountain towns. It gave me like Asheville energy. Um, but a little bit smaller, but we literally spent like six or seven hours just on the main little downtown strip, just going in and out of all the little shops and the boutiques and the antique stores. And we just had so much fun. Um, as you guys know, like from the signs and synchronicities episode, I went there because, um, I had asked for a sign about starting to vlog and I'd asked for a cardinal. And then I flipped over the magazine and it was the big mural that's in the town. If you've been there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You can't miss it. Um, but it's a big mural on painted on a wall and it's two cardinals and it says like, you belong here. So I didn't necessarily have to go to Stanton, but I just was curious cause I'd never been. And I didn't really expect to like have, you know, something happen or whatever. I didn't, I just knew that the cardinal was a sign for me that I should start vlogging. And it was funny because when we were there, me and my mom just kind of organically started videoing. And it was just so comical because my mom, like, bless her soul, is just so lost when it comes to, like, she has a smartphone. But it's like, I don't know what it is about the boomer generation and, like, videoing. And I don't know. It's just hilarious. Like, she'll zoom all the way in or she'll just be, like, talking while videoing or like my head won't be in frame. I don't know. I'm like, mom, what are you looking at? Just like, look at the phone. Like, what is it? What does it actually look like? Mom, does it look bad or does it look good? Like, It's wild to me. So we just had a day. We were just laughing and to get the Cardinals and to go there and to kind of organically start just like videoing and just having fun while doing it, it just was kind of a sign to me that, okay, like, this is cool. This is something I could do. It's kind of like an added creative outlet for me to start doing a vlog world. Even being millennial, I just, it's definitely like the generations after me kind of platform because 
I don't know. It's a little soul crushing. I'm like, oh man, I spent time on that video. One like, like you guys, come on. <laughs> but I think it's truly based off the algorithm. Like it's very much about the algorithm and how many likes you get in the first, like, you know, 30 minutes or whatever, or how long people are actually viewing your video. So if they don't view your video to the end, then that means your video sucks pretty much. And it's, TikTok's not going to put it out into the TikTok ether. So stiff competition or something. I don't know. But TikTok's a new world for me. It's not my fave. I love TikTok as a viewer, but as like making content and putting it out, I'm just giving it a whirl because I'm making the videos anyway and I just throw them up there. But I don't know. We'll see about the TikTok world. So anyways, we went to Stanton and it was fun because we continued to see cardinals everywhere. It also became like a running joke because I told my mom about it and she's, she's like, she just lets me live, but she also gives me like, oh my God, Carolyn, like really we're in Virginia. Of course there's going to be cardinals everywhere, but it was so funny because it was almost like spirit was like playing tricks or like jokes on my mom because then she started seeing cardinals everywhere. I mean, it was, we probably saw 25, 30 cardinals. They were like on pottery just randomly stuck in like an antique store, like salt and pepper shakers or like in a clock that had birds on it. Or it was just the most random, you know, walking down, like seeing it in the streets or seeing it in the window display or in the crystal shop. Like it was just so funny. There was just cardinals everywhere. And I was like, see mom, like, and she's like, no, honestly, you might be right because I've never seen so many Cardinals in one day. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like there's something to it. Hello. You know, we don't have all the answers. We're just little old humans. So there's definitely other energies in the world and other things happening that we're just not fully tapped into all the way. So that was kind of fun. And just to have that, that day with my mom was just really cute. And we just had a fun time and it was much, much needed because a little bit heavier energy has been surrounding my work and my job. And I've been a little concerned because it seemed like for, you know, a couple of weeks that it was really going to turn out to be a toxic work environment. Like it wasn't going to be just a one-off bad shift or, you know, other people just having a bad attitude every now and then. It was kind of like a continual pattern that I saw. And there was a couple shifts last week that were just really bad for me. And I'm noticing that my nervous system, um, because like living intuitively, you're really picking up on everything that you're feeling. Um, and I did that regardless, like even before I knew what intuitive anything was, like I just didn't even know. I just, I think I was truly born this way. Like I just pick up on energies and I'm so sensitive to them. Um, but before I didn't know what was going on, I didn't know how to manage it. I just knew that I felt really overwhelmed or I felt extremely tired um, or like I would let things kind of build up and I would lash out and have, you know, um, just like kind of like these angry moments or I was like constantly bitter and irritated. Um, and I think that was just kind of coming from overwhelm, from being overstimulated and picking up on so much. So now that I know and I'm aware and I, I know that I am that way, um, I can feel it and I know what's happening and, you know, I can kind of deep breath my way through it throughout the day. But when it's day in and day out is when it becomes a serious 
question for me of, am I going to stay at this job? Because, um, I just refuse to live that way. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm constantly, you know, my parasympathetic nervous system is just on fire all the time. I'm just not going to do it. So I started to notice that, um, for various different reasons, a lot of, um, pushback from other employees um, because I'm more of like a manager in this position at the dialysis center than a nurse. I do a lot more management um, and managing other people because I'm pretty much the only one in charge. When I'm on the floor, I'm kind of, I run the floor. And if the facility administrator is there, she's the one above me. Um, but sometimes she's not there and sometimes she is there. So I'm responsible for every single patient that comes in that day, which is about 30 patients. And I'm responsible for the four um, patient care techs that are there as well. So it's a lot of, you know, managing and there's things that happen throughout the day um, and people have to leave and people have to go home because they're sick or whatever, or it's emergency. And it's like navigating the, you know, those kind of situations can be tough and some people don't handle change very well, period. So um, I've had some, some pushback from some employees and it just is not pleasant and it's just become a little bit more immature than what I'm used to. And, you know, I can just feel my shoulders at my ears and I'm getting, you know, I can feel the anger rising in me. And, um, I have had some words with people because when it comes to my patients and taking care of patients, that's what we're here to do. And so if I have people, you know, that I'm asking to do something and I'm getting the eye roll or blatantly just not doing it, um, that's a big problem for me. And I had to collect a couple people over the past couple weeks and just kind of get it together. Cause I also don't think that they know that side of me. Like they call me, you know, like sweet Caroline. I feel like they really mistake my kindness for weakness because number one, I'm a team player. I will jump in and do anything. I'm there for the patients. It's not about me. It's not about you. Like if you need my help, absolutely. In return, it's like scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Like that's how the teamwork goes. So, and it just has been a little bit of an issue with that. What I've done is really communicate. And I feel like this is part of the reason why I'm back in this situation and like why I'm in my hometown where I don't really want to be, why I've taken this job in dialysis nursing when I didn't want to really get back into nursing. But I feel like it's really taught me how to address certain things in a healthy manner. You know, I have had to collect some people, like I said, but I did it in a pleasant way. I was assertive, direct, but for me, when I say something, I mean it. And, you know, when it comes to patients, I really don't play any games because they're my responsibility. It's my name going on the end of the chart at the end of the day. You know, I'm here to help these people live a life that is as optimal as it can be for their situation, their dialysis patients. You know, it is not a fun journey to be a dialysis patient. And having to do that, I've had to learn to navigate conflict in a healthy manner, which is so foreign to me. Um, I did not grow up that way. I really grew up in a family that did not discuss anything. Everything was just, you get on with your life. You don't talk about things. You don't talk about your feelings. You don't, you know, say, hey, I'm having a problem with this. 
it just, it always came out and like from burying it and then explosions usually in my family. And that's across the board with anybody. So I'm having to learn how to have healthy dynamics, like as far as relationships across the board, family, friends, um, you know, boyfriends, work now, all the things. And I just feel like this is another chapter that's kind of been brought back and brought to my attention because it's necessary. And I need to learn how to um, manage conflict in a healthy way. So I went directly to my facility administrator, laid it out black and white. Um, if these changes aren't happening, I'm leaving. End of story. I'm just not going to put myself in an atmosphere like this. And I'm not going to be treated with disrespect day in and day out by grown adults. It's just not going to happen, especially when I do not deserve it. Conversation very calmly, very rationally, just kind of listed out the things that I need. And luckily, those changes, she took them very seriously. And she took me very seriously because when I say I'm leaving, I. I do not care. I will quit in 2.5. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I said that because that's me. I just, I do not care. I will not, I refuse to say, stay somewhere that I'm unhappy. I just refuse at this point in life. So I'm giving it kind of that trial period right now for me. It's in a trial period. She's made some changes. I'm already noticing a big difference in everyone. So I don't know if she had a conversation with um, the other employees. I'm not sure what happened, but there seems to be a big shift. So it's kind of a win for me. I'm like, okay, I navigated that. I did it in a healthy way. I did have to, you know, get some people together in, in the beginning, but I think now they understand who they're dealing with. And I don't play games when it comes to my patients. Um, and also just being, you know, honest and open and healthy and saying exactly what it is that I need in this job in order to stay. So, so far, so good. And we will just see how it goes. But the last few times I've been at work, it's been much better. So I am just hoping that it stays that way because if not, then we all know what's going to happen. So that's kind of the update. That's been the biggest thing weighing on me. And it's been kind of affecting me as far as energy. My energy has been so, so, so low. I mean, I get off, I come home, I like shower. Sometimes I don't even eat and I just get in the bed and I'm out. I mean, out like a light with my glasses still on, my light on, just exhaustion. And I know bringing a projector, um, I know when I get to that stage that I'm in a really unhealthy, you know, predicament. Like there's something that's draining my energy and not in a good way. Um, you know, it's just taking a lot out of me. So, you know, I'm trying to correct it. We'll see how it goes. Um, so other than that, I've just, I've started vlogging just a tiny bit. I've kind of been overwhelmed because I knew I would be with all the, I don't, it's not the actual taking videos, right? It's the breaking everything down and editing it and putting music to it. I am getting slightly overwhelmed. The short form videos that I make are kind of like a warm up for me. And it's, it feels a little bit more easy for me at this point. The long form, like moving into YouTube, I think is going to be a little bit of a challenge for me. So 
with my energy being so low and dealing with all the work stuff, it's kind of slowly coming along. Like I'm just kind of getting and gathering content and making videos and cause I want it to be creative. Like I don't want to just like be talking to a camera. I think some videos I will when it comes to like products and information or, you know, stuff that I want to share that I think is really helpful. Like today, you know, I went and got my haircut and I posted that, you know, my haircut after, and I hadn't had my haircut in about six months. And I posted, you know, that I use hair oil and like my hair is, it's literally the healthiest it's ever been. And I had so many people DM me and ask me about my hair oil routine. So I went ahead and just like made a video and put that out and that felt really good. And those kinds of videos I like doing, but I think when it comes to the vlog, I do like to be, I want it to be a mixture. Like I want it to be more about my spirituality and like kind of my process throughout the day, or I just want it to be a little bit more, I don't want to say creative, but like kind of just a little bit more artsy and like, I don't want to just jump on and it be my face every single time and me just like talking to the camera, if that makes any sense. So I'm still kind of figuring out how I want it to look, how I want it to go. And I had my actual like camcorder from 2003 and I've been trying so hard to get it to work and it's just not. So I'm really bummed about that because I thought that that would give just like a cool different vibe to, you know, my YouTube videos, but it's just not working. So I'm sad. I've ordered a new battery pack and I don't know, it's just not working. So I might order another one off eBay and see how that goes. Cause I really like the look when you kind of switch back and forth from, you know, our like pristine 4k images to old school camcorder where it's grind, it's like, um, grainy and not as perfect. And I kind of like that look more. So I think I'm going to incorporate it both kind of in the YouTube long form, um, vlog. So anyways, that's kind of where I am with all that little bit of update on, on what's going on and, and I guess behind the scenes. Um, what else can I tell you guys? Oh, I bought a, um, pendulum. And if anyone uses a pendulum, please DM me or message me or whatever, because I don't know if I'm like not connected with the pendulum. Sometimes she gives me the answers that are correct. And other times she will just not move. So if anyone has any information about a pendulum or any advice, let me know because I am brand new to this. I saged it. You know, I put my energy on it. I've been sleeping with it under my pillow because they say kind of put your energy into it. I've asked it to show me a yes. I've asked it to show me a no and it will do that. And then some days it'll be really clear and like it'll be a clear yes and a clear no. And then other days it's just, it just won't really show me or it won't really move at all. And so I don't know what that's about. I don't know. So I'm curious if any of you guys know out there, just message me and let me know because I'm, I don't know. I'm just like YouTubing it and just trying to figure out if I, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. Maybe she's just a little stubborn, moody pendulum. I don't know, but we're going to get it together because <laughs> it's actually so much fun to use. 
And it's really, really, really perfect for yes, no questions. Like I asked it my name and it swung back and forth. Yes. And then I asked it if my name was Brittany and it swung back and forth. No, or it goes in a circle for no, my, my yeses are up and down and no's are in a circle. And I just asked it a bunch of questions. I actually asked it if I was going to have children and it said, no, you guys, it said no. So I was like, oh man, I wonder if that's real. Cause that's kind of sad. But then again, I've always kind of thought, and then I also, okay. So then I asked, am I going to get married? It's a yes. Then I asked, am I going to have stepchildren? And it said, yes, because I've always felt that way that I might not have my own biological children, but I would either probably adopt or I would have stepchildren, like young stepchildren. So I'm open to anything. I just, I really do would love to have children in my life, but However that comes in, I'm totally open to it. I don't have to like biologically birth a child. It's not a big deal to me. So, and with my PCOS, it might be better that I don't, but it's kind of up to God, up to the universe. Um, but yeah, the pendulum kind of shook me a little bit when it said that I was like, no, what do you mean? No, bitch. Like, let me figure this one out. So maybe stepchildren, we don't know. (laughs) Um, what else you guys, this episode is just kind of whatever I feel like, because I didn't really have like a whole topic minus like the toxic workplace and like how to get through that. But, um, I'm kind of navigating it myself. So I can't really give you guys like step-by-step because all I can say is I just was honest and open and told her exactly what I needed in a healthy way, because that's a big change for me. And I think that's a big lesson in my journey and, and, the road that I'm on, I felt like I got put right back here in this job because it was something that I needed to get through my head and I needed to practice and learn. So it is here and I'm hoping I'm passing the test because I'd like to move on with my life and move on to different things. Um, I'm still waiting to hear back from Denmark. Oh, I had an astrocartography reading, you guys. That was so interesting. So this is another one of the signs that I had. I don't think I put it in the last episode, but I asked for, um, so I know about astrocartography. I have wanted to have a reading for so long because you guys know I travel. I'm like all over the world. I would love to live outside of the U.S. That's my thing. Like I'm a traveler. I just love seeing the world and I don't really stay in one place very long. Um, So I thought astrocartography, well, that's perfect. They basically take your astrological birth chart and like map it to the world and based on your energy and your birth chart, where are the worst places and where are the best places? And it can get so specific, like down to like what year is going to be better for you, where, like depending on the planetary alignments and all the stuff. Um, I find it so fascinating and I think it's so interesting and it's, I think it's very accurate. Um, because she was telling me information about like France and stuff like that. And she was like, it makes perfect sense why you didn't feel good in France. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, that's kind of crazy. I wish I would have (laughs) known before I did all that, but that's life. So kind of, I almost think of astrocartography as like a little bit of like a cheat sheet, you know, it's like traveling and figuring out where you belong in the world can kind of be expensive. And also doing the touristy stuff is way different than moving and living somewhere. So kind of have to like take that into into account but it can be expensive to like pack up and move to a different place and live for a while so to you know really get the feel if you want to be there so anyways I had I've known this one her name is like Helen something 
I've followed her for like a past year and I've been waiting for her to do like a sale on her readings because she's like $450 an hour. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot, honestly. And I think she bumped it up to like 500. So I'm like, okay, I don't know who is paying these prices, but good for her. She's out of my budget. So I literally just asked my spirit guides. I was like, if I'm meant to have an astrocartography reading to help me figure out, you know, where I belong in the world, because I am feeling a little stuck in that send me an affordable astro cartographer. So I'm at work. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I'm at work. I had a class, a charge nurse class that I had to do. And, you know, of course it's like boring and like watching paint dry. And so I just get distracted and I'm like Googling the age of Aquarius and like reading all about that. And there's this article on, I think it's nylon magazine. So it was online and I'm reading the article and I can't, I think it was at the bottom of the article. There was another, um, like kind of, you know, advertisement or whatever at the bottom for a different article. And it said, um, based on your astrological sign, the best places for you to take a vacation or something like that. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. But I noticed that the same, um, astrologer that was noted in the article about the age of Aquarius was the one who wrote that. So I was like, oh, I wonder if she does astrocartography. So then I clicked on the girl, her name is Lisa Stardust. And it's obviously like a pen name. So I clicked on her and then Lo and behold, she writes for like Vogue, Elle magazine, um, like the Today Show. She does like all kinds of stuff. She's got uber popular Instagram pages. I think she does the Hood Witch, which has like half a million followers or something like that. So I was like, oh, well, she's going to be through the roof, I'm sure. So I click on it, check out her prices. It's like 150 bucks and even less. Like a birth chart reading was like 80 bucks. I was like, okay, this might be too good to be true, but. I'm going to try it. So I go in, I book with her the very next day. And I have to say, like, I don't know that I would really recommend her. I don't know if she was just having an off day, <laughs> but it was kind of, it was kind of like, it wasn't even a zoom. It was just like over the phone. And like, at one point, like, I guess her mom came in. And so she was like talking to her mom while she was on the phone with me. And I was like, sorry, what did you say? And she's like, oh, sorry. I was just talking to my mom. Like she asked me something and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. No worries. Like, okay. <laughs> so not the most professional, but she gave me some really good, when I just think back to that conversation, like it was actually kind of wild, but she gave me some good tidbits. And the very first thing she told me was, she was like, your Jupiter ascendant line. She was like, it goes right through Copenhagen. Um, She was like, Sweden, Stockholm, Stockholm and Copenhagen are one of the two of the best places for you to live in the world. And I was like, shut up because I'm actually waiting for my nursing license to be approved in Denmark so I can go back to Denmark because I just really loved it there. You know, even though the weather and all that, I just really, I loved it. Like I just loved the energy there and I was really sad to leave. And she was like, yeah, it's one of the best places. It's like an all around really good place for you to live. So she was like, I would definitely go there. She said Stockholm would be better for me. Um, Stockholm was number one, and then Copenhagen was number two. So very, very, very interesting that she came up with that. And that I also asked for that because I was kind of going back and forth on if I should move to Denmark, like if that all comes true and I'm accepted and who knows what the future holds, if I'll even stay in nursing or I'll have a job that I'll be able to you know, have time, location, freedom. Um, 
you know, who knows what the future holds. But for her to kind of say that right off the bat, I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Well, that's a big, big, huge confirmation. Um, so that was really cool. So if you guys are interested in astrocartography, I would look it up. Um, Lisa Stardust, she's there if you want to give it a whirl. But I'm not really saying I recommend her, but her prices are pretty cheap. So maybe it's just kind of you get what you pay for. Um, I'm trying to think of where she said the worst place for me to be. I was thinking about moving to New York. Um, and she said, that's probably not going to be very good for me. She was like, I, I wouldn't if I was you. And I was like, okay. I can't really explain all the astrological bits and pieces to it because I have no idea. It's way over my head. Um, she told me like... Where else in the U.S. would be really good for me? Like the West Coast, like Portland, San Francisco. And I've never been to Portland, but I've been to San Francisco. No, thank you. Um, so just kind of interesting the way she told me the best place for me personally for healing would be Greece. And how insane is that? I spent three months there just floating in the fucking Aegean. Just trying to heal the wounds that I didn't even know I needed to heal. So, and I'm so excited that it's Greece. She was like, you have the best places. Like, I have nothing in my chart. Like, it actually sucks. Like, mine's like Russia. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I have some pretty cool places that are just energetically aligned with me. And so, if you're curious, check it out. If you guys have any questions, as always, DM me, reach out, get in touch with me however you like. Um, I appreciate all the love and support. Again, you guys, this little podcast journey has been so much fun and so amazing. So I'm hoping to continue it going. And I'm also hoping, I'm putting it out into the universe to have like experts in their field on this podcast, like astrocartographers, astrologers in general, um, human design, my really good friends who are just really inspiring to me. I'm working on all these things and I'm putting it out to the universe because I really want to start having interviews with other people um, because I'm more comfortable in the space now. So ready to open it up and grow. And so, yeah, I'm excited. I hope you guys have an amazing week and we'll chat soon. Bye guys.